Warning, the following may contain griffins. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. big garden that you guys have been spread out searching around okay it's 100 feet uh tall and 70 feet wide i'd have a wee diagram here to show you uh, but obviously I'll, um, i will have to describe it to our lovely listeners so at the moment kellen is down here at the south with his scarecrow he is just above the cabbage patch and one of these skeletal figures has emerged from the cabbage patch there's another one who's emerged just uh above kellen uh over to kellen's west uh, irena and master sunna are in the potato bed uh, right over here. Uh, in the middle, we've got this lovely carrot patch where Jean and Esmeralda are in the middle of. Unfortunately, on either side of the cabbage patch, two more of these skeletal figures have popped up. Oh, Bernard Jean, has, why always you? <laughs> Bernard is decimating uh, the northern scarecrow, and he has uh, a skeletal figure popping up beside him. And north of Bernard, we have the turnip patch where the final uh, skeletal figure has arisen. Now, guys, uh, these figures, um, they are. Uh, bone, uh, but there's more to them than that. They're, they're, these 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 beings are heavily armored, and and it, you get the impression this armor at once once was lacquered a sort of a white, a sort of bright white, and you can see some symbols of the Morning Lord on it. But they they they've obviously been uh, submerged under the ground for uh, a very long time because they've been stained. Um, uh, uh, different colors ranging from from um, you know you know a dark brown all the way to black um, uh, you know it certainly looks uh, absolutely tainted and they're all wielding different weapons you've got one with a big hammer a big axe a long sword more than that though you, you know you've spent enough time here in Barovia where you have you know if you faced the undead before and, and you faced animated constructs you've had the scarecrows and you've faced zombies these things move they're they're not like something that's been controlled by a puppet. You get the impression that um, that 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 these beings are very much uh, sort of entities unto themselves. And, and Master Sonna, in particular, and any of the rest of you who have had experience with trained warriors in, in your previous lands, uh, you know you can tell by the way that these things are moving that they, that they mean business. And in fact, Esmeralda, uh, as she draws her rapier and she grabs um, onto uh, behind her back and she pulls out in her in her in her offhand a small uh, hand axe and she shouts out and she says, "Be." Beware, these are not mere skeletons. These are some of Strad's greatest minions. We must be careful. And I want you all to roll for initiative, please. Okay. So I will go round the table. Um, Kellen, what did you get? Nine. Okay. Kellen got nine. Jean? Nine. Um, Jean, what's your dexterity modifier? Um, my modifier for three. And uh, Kellen, what's yours? Um, mine is uh, plus four. Okay, so Kellen goes first, and then it's Jean. Um, Bernard? Nine as well. What's your dex modifier? Plus two. Oh, thank you. Uh, Master Sonner? 
What's your uh, initiative rule? Master 16. 16. 16. Excellent. Oh, good. Good. So it's on a nine. Nice. Um, so <laughs> uh, we've got Master Sonna is going first. Guys, it's actually uh, all the ladies are going to be leading here because we've got Master Sonna and then Irina, one of her first sort of uh, forms of combat where she's actually uh, going to be really pushing herself to take part because she seems to be have been you know, receiving training from, from Esmeralda in her time with her. So we've got Master Sonna, then uh, Irina is going to be in combat, then it's Esmeralda. After that, we've got Kellen, Jean, and Bernard, and actually these uh, undead constructs are obviously still pulling themselves from the soil uh, because they are going to go last. So Master Sunna, uh, you're first, so you're in the potato bed. Uh, Irina is is beside you. She's got her, her uh, long sword drawn as well. You've got some options here. Now, the closest uh, of these... Uh, things to you uh, has a, a sort of double-handed axe and it's um, 15 feet off uh, to the west. You've also got uh, one uh, about 20 feet to the northwest. This is, this is one that's got a kind of a flail. It almost seems to be uh, as if it's been pulled out of the, the sort of the thorns and brambles and roots that have been been, been under, the, uh, under the earth. So um, th- those are the two that are in, in most immediate distance to you. Uh, 30 feet over um, just south of Kellen in the Cabbage Patch, uh, there is uh, another one of these constructs, but it's obviously a bit more of a distance from you. What's your plan? Hmm. Um, so is, uh, there's not one directly in the vicinity where um, uh, Irina and I. Are yeah, the, yeah. I mean, there's one, the one in the potato. There is one in the potato patch. This is oh, the one right, with the okay. big axe. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll, um, I'll attack that one. Okay. You can see that Irina, you know, she's standing around and she's certainly looking, to, although, you know, she's, she, you can tell she's willing to fight, you know, she's, she's panting hard already and she, uh, face, her face is white and she is looking to you for, for, for guidance as well. I'll say, um, have my back and jump into the fray. Okay. So go for it. So you, you leap over to the, the axe wielding thing. What are you yes. Doing? What's happening? With my son's sword. Okay. Uh, your son's sword um, is, is uh, singing in your head uh, as you wield it to strike. Ah, oh, is it a good sting or is it no, like, it's, it's oh my wielding. god, what it's are wielding. you doing? Oh, you sorry, singing. Walk? Yeah, no, no, it, it, it's uh, jubilant that it's getting to be used. Oh, it's jubilant. Things, oh, yeah. gosh. Okay. Okay, so uh, let's see how much uh, jubilant damage we can <laughs> do. Uh, it's 26. Uh, so it's twenty six versus AC. So you certainly uh, cut past the, the you know the, the, this thing raises its axe to, to to try to fend you off, but you cut past that. So do you want to roll your damage? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's six. Okay. Uh, radiant. Six radiant damage. Uh, so you yeah. don't get the impression that the uh, the radiant ness of your damage. Give me a second. Um, oh, hang on. Are these like? If, are these undead? They certainly seem to be, yes. Because then uh, I think I like I roll the D uh, the D six for the normal damage, mm-hmm. and if they're undead, then I have a D eight that I also have. That's to. cool for it then, because it is undead. Okay. <coughs> then that's six plus eight. Okay, so uh, you do fourteen damage in total. So you uh, chop a big lump a lump out of uh, this thing's armor, and, and a bit of the sort of stained black plate. Uh, goes go you know goes uh, flying into the potato bed. Um, <laughs> uh, what uh, is that? Is that uh, the end of your turn? No, I've I've got a and uh, um, I've got another action. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, it's nineteen. Oh, it's twenty-seven. 
27 versus AC will hit. You've obviously uh, disoriented this thing. It's just not used to seeing this kind of speed. What kind of damage do you and do? Eight this time. Eight. And is that including the your extra bonus? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that you? Um, for now, yes. For now. Okay. So you have. Do you only? Are you? Are we sure? Because like, I was confused last time. Are you sure you only get two attacks? Um. Or, or is it? Or, I think it's like it, it, it's two attacks, and uh, if I do like unarmed, um, I have another two. Let's just double check that because I'm pretty sure that last time we found that you were supposed to have. I know you can spend chi points to get more. Yeah, um, exactly. But I thought that you also had a free unarmed hit at the end. Let's see. Uh, step the win. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. So you've got your extra attack that you got at fifth level. Um, yeah. I just thought that you had martial arts. Martial arts. Um, yep. Yeah. When you use the attack action with an unarmed strike or a monk weapon, you can make one unarmed strike as a bonus action. So you can only do this once, but you do get a wee bonus unarmed action. You just always get that. Okay. Then well, you know, uh, as I'm spinning around, I'll just uh, try and slap him really hard. Okay, go for it. <laughs> uh, nine. Okay, nine versus AC. Yep. No, will not hit. So uh, you, you do manage to, uh, I don't know, was that a kick you were going for? Um, yeah. Yeah, so you do manage to sort of make contact with the thing's chest, but you, you get the impression that it, it's it's just not enough uh, to, uh, to to push any further. So you hear from behind you, you hear, uh, a, you know, a battle cry, and, and, and you can tell there's sort of more fear than rage uh, put into this, and, and uh, Irina dashes to your side and uh, with her... Uh, with her long sword, she she takes a swing uh, at the thing, but she um, this time the creature does move with its axe and manages to replace the long shaft of the axe uh, easily, uh, blocking uh, Irina's blow. Uh, and you can tell her her battle cry just deflates, uh, you know, as soon as as soon as this happens. Um, so we're on to uh, to Esmeralda's turn. So Jean Esmeralda's sort of very close to you in the middle of the carriage patch. Uh, so you guys have your um, your your two whites on either side of you, basically. Uh, yours is well, basically the one to the west is twenty feet from you, uh, and the one to the east is twenty feet from from Esmeralda. So she actually, uh, although she has her uh, you know weapons drawn, she sort of plunges them both uh, into the dirt. Uh, beside her, uprooting some of the nearby carrots, uh, and she um, sort of brings her hands together, uh, and, and you see sort of conjuring out, out of the ether, um, a, a crackling of lightning begins to form, uh, you know, between between her hands, uh, and uh, she um, uh, she just gives a, a shout of rage, and she fires uh, this uh, lightning over at uh, the thing, and it's. Uh, it actually manages to dodge out of the way of most of the lightning that she throws at it, but still, she uh, you can tell that her lightning blast um, still causes horrific damage to it, just because um, she's awesome. So, <laughs> uh, so this thing, the one that Esmeralda is fighting against, it just has a a, a great sword. It's got a double-handed great sword, uh, and she has sort of blasted it, and its it sort of its head is uh, crackling with this blue energy now that uh, that has rippled through it, uh, but she has. Um, unfortunately not damaged it as much as she wanted to. Okay, it is now Kellen's turn. So Kellen, you are down here in the Cabbage Patch. You've seen Master Sunna uh, and Irina. They've taken the one that's uh, off to the far west of you. Okay, 
there over here. So you have some options. You've got one uh, with this thorny flail uh, that's up sort of closest to you, up in the, uh, uh, it's just in the middle of the garden. Uh, to the south in the cabbage patch, there's one here with a giant uh, sort of rusted iron hammer um, that uh, is is uh, looking like it's, it's it's in the process of lurching towards you. So so, what, what's your choices here? Um, I'm going to go towards should, the one with say, the hammer. The hammer. Okay, go for it. Um, and uh, I know this is a little out of character, but I'm going to fly into a barbaric rage. <laughs> no way. And... No way. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. No. I'll attack. <clears throat> okay. Uh, 26. 26 will hit. And... That does eight with my blood spear. Okay, so that's eight piercing damage. Yes. Okay. Uh, are you? Is that you? No, I get a couple more. Um, twenty. Uh, twenty versus AC will hit. Another eight. Okay. So we're just sort of. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. You know, you're just your spear. You were just sort of jabbing it in and out of this thing. And again, uh, there's not a lot of flesh on its bones. But what you are doing is you're, you, you know, you can see you're puncturing the, uh, you know, the the, the armor. Or this thing's encased in, and you do get the impression that it's causing it quite a bit of harm. Uh, you know, your blood spear making this impact with it. Sorry, have you got more? Uh the last attack was a 17. 17 will still hit. All right. Six. Okay, six. So, you, so again, you can tell uh, much like the one that uh, Master Sonna is dealing with down to the to the south. Even though she's she's about a good sort of sixty feet away from you. Uh, sorry, no, you're. Um, I'm looking at Bernard. Sorry, no. Even though Master Sonna is still about fifty feet away over to the west from you, you can tell that you you've both dealt quite heavy blows to your your foes. Okay, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that's me. Okay, so Jean, you're back to back with Esmeralda in the card patch. You've got one 30 feet uh, off to, oh, sorry, 20 feet to the west uh, of you, or, and you see that Esmeralda has been just firing off a, a, a bolt of lightning uh, across to the east. Okay, I'll go for the one that's uh, 20 feet away, and I'll do a. Um, I'm gonna like uh, probably you know I'm gonna just do a a tiny hut. No, <clears throat> I will cast a fireball. Okay, so yours, um, you know, a lot of them they've, they've all got these different weapons. Yours just has a a uh, you know a, a long sword in his hand. But actually, what stands out most about this guy because he's he's come out of the carrot patch. Uh, actually has a, a carrot uh, sort of seems to be growing inside this thing's skull. There's obviously a lot of dirt that's sort of fallen into the cavities and the, the carrot has sort of seeded inside it. So he's got a, a big sort of carrot sort of starting to grow out of his hand. So you're okay. firing, a, firing a fireball at him? Yes. Okay, go for it. I've forgotten how to do this. Appreciate your honesty. That's, that's, uh, 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 sorry. Uh, Normally, what happens is that we just try to fake the uh, the dice rolls and just double check. Oh, and no, see no. The DM yeah, fif- has... Fifteen. Uh, is that? Uh, uh, I think I've got. To, I think the 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 white has to take a, a dexterity saving throw if you're throwing a fireball at it. So, oh, so I like I tell you what the uh, um. Uh, how how many damage it is? Like I, no, I no. Like... You, what's what's your spell save DC? 
Oh my, it's, it's, it is 15. It's 15. Now you can tell these things, despite their um, lack of uh, success with Master Sona and Kellen, these things are actually quite fast. Uh, okay. But not this one. This one, uh, its ankle must still be stuck in the ground because it got a critical miss. So you, uh, yes, the, the fireball uh, takes it directly in the chest. Uh, I believe you give it to D, uh, sorry, eight D6 fire damage. Is that correct? Right, 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 right. Okay. Do you add the spell attack bonus to no, it? No, not to not to these kind of spells. These okay. these, these kind of spells, the ones that I've got to roll the save against, um, don't have you don't modify them, but they tend to be quite high damage. Okay, so thirty two. Wow, so 30, 32 damage to this thing. Uh, so yes. uh, this is the first time you hear any of them speak, and, and, and it opens its mouth, and you can't tell whether it's screaming uh, or whether it's just the sort of the rush of you know the, the 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 air sort of boiling inside of it, just like rushing out like a uh, you know like a kettle sort of uh, you know whistle. Uh, you know, it just opens its maw, and you know this the this, this, this screeching comes out. You can tell. Oh, I mean, right. this thing has been decimated by your fireball. It's still working. That's musical. It's musical. Still, it's still walking. It's, it's it's not out, but but uh, it's a it's a charred husk of a thing. The carrot's gone. No no sign of the carrot anymore. It's it's been immolated. I think Sean would like to do an, uh, a bonus action if that's possible. Okay, okay. it is. Possible. Uh, uh, can I give a bardic inspiration to Irina? Uh, yeah, So Irina's quite a distance away. How, what? Um... Sixty feet. Yeah. No, she's fine. Yeah, you can give her that. So bardic inspiration. Okay. Remind remind me what what that does. Uh, as, a, as a bonus action, um, uh, for 10 minutes, the creature can add it uh, eight or 1d8 to an ability check, okay. attack roll, or okay. saving throw. She will be using that on her next turn. Okay. And it can be uh, used after seeing the roll. Um, so she, uh, you, know, you can see, even though there's a quite a distance away, you know, sort of sweat pouring from her face, you, 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 could, you could tell that she had been quite... Uh, Slightly devastated by by the lack of success of her first attack, and she. But then she heard my voice. Yes, yeah, she does. She shoots you a a, a thankful grin. Um, you know, you can tell that meant a lot to her. The fact that you you, you did that. Um, is that the end of your turn? It is, Bernard. It's you. So you're up here, uh, up just south of the turnips. Uh, you can see Jean. He is uh, forty feet to the south of you. He's fighting his carrots. Uh, well, the the thing that until seconds ago had a cart in its head. You have uh one of these creatures uh thirty feet off to the um the east of you. Uh, but there's also one up in the turnip patch as well, roughly the same distance away. Okay. Um. Sorry. I am going to. Yes. But so Bernard has takes out his uh, great sword, which is almost as big as he is, and he begins to whip it around and sort of half the time he's like churning up the turnips at his feet and chops off the scarecrow what's left of it to his left as he just sort of like warms up at the very end he thrusts up his blade and it uh it channels his divinity into it mm -hmm. uh, imbuing it with positive energy so it lights up with bright light for 20 feet okay um giving him a nice bonus to his attacks okay um and then he is going to uh charge at is there can you hold up the map again? Because yep. this is a range thing as well. So you go mm. one off here to the yeah. about 20 feet and one up here about 20 feet away as well. Jean is slightly further away. We'll say he's about 30 feet down here. Where's Where's Irina? Oh, she's she's ages away. She's all the way down here. This is like the whole garden's 100 feet. So yeah. Irina is like... Can I can I charge feet. at that? I'm, I'm pointing at the screen. You obviously can't see what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm can I charge at uh, the, the skeleton that's to the southeast of Jean? Can I reach it? 
Yeah, with a regular move. What's yeah. your what's your what's your movement? This is the 30, 30 feet. Thirty feet. No, that's too far away. Thirty feet would take you to Jean's. This is quite. It's, it's a big garden, and, and you guys are quite spread out to do to do. Could, the, mm. Just, I, I wanna, 30, 30 feet would take to take you into the carrot patch where Jean and, I, and Esmeralda are. So, okay. Because um, I, I want to cast bless, but it has a range of thirty feet. Mm. No, you're, um, you're all fairly spread out at the moment. All right. Well, I'll have to forego that. I'll, I'll charge directly at the one to my east. Okay. Yes. Uh, roaring, um, all sorts of imprecations, peppered with some. Some last minute pleas to Desna and apologies for not praying to her more often. Uh, and I, uh, yeah, I'm just going to swing my blade yes. and try and decapitate it. Yeah. So that's an 11 plus 4 is 15 plus 5 is 19 or 20, actually. 20 versus AC will hit. This this is this one has, um, it's actually still rising from the ground, uh, and although it doesn't have a weapon in its hand, it's actually got uh, twin uh, tw- twin daggers between its teeth. So as you as you race at it, 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 it pulls the daggers out, lifts its hands up and pulls the daggers out just to give you this sort of rictus grin, but uh, it doesn't do it fast enough to stop your blow. So how much damage do you do? So I'm doing a, um, it's called a Divine Smite. Uh, I sacrifice a spell slot, and it allows me to do... Uh, 2d8 uh, base plus 1d8 per spell level is higher, so I'm sacrificing a second. That's 3d8 plus it's an extra d8 against undead, so it's 4d8, uh, 2d6 plus 2 plus 4d8. Okay, I'm trusting you on this one. If you just tell me the final number, that would really help me. <laughs> yeah, D&D Beyond is really making this doable. Okay. Um, 4 plus 4 is 8 plus 2 is 10 plus 3, 4d8. Um, Eight, sevens, fifteen, plus five, twenty, six, twenty-six. What did I say the first part was? I have no idea. Ten. So thirty-six damage. Thirty-six damage. Um, yeah. So, what what does divine smite look like? So I, uh, as the blade cleaves into the side of uh, of the skeleton slash white, um, the just the flash of light just flares out blindingly bright and. There's like the sound of like Desna herself, maybe like ululating a little in the background. Mm -hmm. And there's like motes of light, like uh, just flying everywhere. And it's like a disco ball is hovering over the skeleton. It's just, it's kind of bewildering and a little overwhelming, actually. Okay, so this thing's uh, basically, you know, your your big swipe of the sword, and you just, uh, you know, this this, this uh, as well as the light, you get this, uh, you just hear this uh, shattering, and you realize that the thing in front of you anymore, a couple of seconds ago, you know, had this rictus grin that was giving to you, where, where it took the daggers out. It doesn't have a face anymore. It's it's uh, it, its head is still connected to its spine, uh, but really, you're just now looking at the back of its skull because you've smashed away, uh, you know, the, the the majority of its face. Now it doesn't seem to be enough to to get rid of it but it is uh i mean that was a horrific blow that, that i got a bonus bonus attack okay so i uh let out a, a hearty uh chortle uh, mm-hmm. but you can tell i'm a little bit unnerved because it's still standing i could have sworn that would do it uh i turn to give everyone a wink uh and then i swing at it again this time with a little extra like oomph. um he was winking at me I, he, yeah. went, he went to me Three plus nine is a twelve. No, twelve will not hit. So uh, too unnerved by this uh, horrific face or lack, yes, of, I, lack thereof. My blade passes where its face was, and I'm like, uh, right. yeah, excellent, cool. Is that the end of your turn? 
that's that's the end of my turn. Excellent. So it's time for these uh, these things to to get their payback. Um, so you've got Bernard. You've got uh, daggers there uh, in your face, but no longer in its. Uh, from the north, from the turnip patch. Uh, you see its companion, who, who as yet has not been uh, touched, uh, raise its spikes, its spiked mace, uh, and it and it runs down uh, to you. So you've got two attacking you. Um, so Bernard, we're going to do um, daggers. Is having we uh, shot at you with its twin daggers? So yeah. we're going to go for uh, thirteen versus AC. That will miss. And uh, twenty-four versus AC. Yeah, that yeah, that's a little more like it. Yeah, so it uh, uh, slashes a line across your cheek, trying to pay you back, but not <laughs> managing it quite as well, and slashes you for six slashing damage. Um, Bernard yelps and looks at it angrily. Okay, however, uh, it's mace-wielding companion. It's trying something different now. It's first attack, it is taking the mace and it's swiping for your shoulder uh, with mm. that, and it manages to get um, 17 versus AC. That hits. Yeah, so slams and you show you feel the uh, the spikes biting into your flesh uh, for another six damage. Uh, but uh, instead of raising the mace uh, and having uh, another go at you, it, it opens its jaw uh, and a sort of a purple light uh, doesn't quite emanate. It actually seems to be the opposite. It seems to be uh, in some way try to 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 uh, to, to to suck in um, substance from around it. But it's not like you realize it's not actually um, pulling at your flesh. It's pulling at your soul. Uh, no, I don't. To, I don't it's trying to drain the life from you but yes you're um, you're absolutely right you're uh, I imagine it's six it only manages to get six uh, to hit so no. um, your obviously uh, belief in your deity as fragile as it is is enough to to stop your soul from being sucked away um, Jean uh, down with you Carrot is, is closing in for the attack uh, and you can tell that it is doing something similar. It's uh, first up slashing with at you with its longsword as it runs into attack, and that manages to get 16 versus AC. Ow! So it stabs into your side for six slashing damage. Uh, but Carrot also opens its you know blackened skull uh, from your fireball, and it does the same. It tries to you see this sort of purple blackish light, and you can feel it start to try to suck away at your your very essence of being. Oh my that, god! It's another stage manager. I've had this before. <laughs> and it manages to get twelve versus AC. That's the same, but I, the I feel like I'm a bigger man. I've so, learned so, so much. You've got, uh, you can, you feel your soul shredded away, and you suffer uh, an extra five necrotic damage. Uh, but also, what I need you to do is take a, a Constitution saving throw, as All your right. soul is rendered by this attack. Oh yes, yes. Uh, Twenty. Twenty, so you're fine. So although although you do, do suffer the the five necrotic damage, you get the impression it's not had any permanent effect on your your very soul. Uh, Esmeralda is getting attacked by her great sword wielding thing. Uh, however, it's obviously put off by the the lightning still playing around it uh, as it uh, uh, completely whiffs uh, its physical attack, but it's also opening its maw to try to to. Um, 
steal part of her soul. Uh, and it has success. And you can tell uh, that she doesn't scream, but she does sort of grunt uh, in agony as, um, uh, you know, as, as, as again, same with, as, as happened to Jean. Part of her soul is, is uh, inhaled by this thing. Uh, but you can tell that she doesn't seem to be suffering any further damage. Um, Master Sonna, you and uh, Irina are facing off against this axe-wielding one in the potato patch. Uh, but unfortunately, there's also the flail-wielding uh, white is, is, um, has not been uh, basically targeted by anyone, and it runs in uh, to fight you as well. So actually, the axe-wielding one is going to have a go at Irina, and the, the uh, one with the flail is going to go for you. So flail goes first, Master Sinner, and flail gets 17 versus AC doesn't hit doesn't hit you but then again it also it tries to steal your soul and it manages to get 23 versus mc so you uh, your soul is shredded for five necrotic damage and i need you to take a constitution saving throw do I, do I add the constitution modifier? Um, you should have a, a you should have a constitution saving throw stat i think it's maybe in the second column on your character sheet do we Oh, yeah, saving throw. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's uh, 18. Uh, 18. So you, again, are uh, absolutely fine with that. Uh, however, Irina is also getting attacked uh, by the axe wielder. Uh, so the axe wielder actually totally whiffs. Like she, uh, she does the opposite. She was obviously uh, inspired by by Jean's uh, show of confidence. This thing takes a swipe at her instead of dodging out of the way. She actually, uh, you know, brings her her blade up into a defensive position and manages to catch the blue. Um, however, as she is. Uh, so you just see this grin of success blossom over her face. Uh, this thing open up, opens up its jaw uh, to um, uh, to steal the life from her, but she actually spits in its face uh, and it snaps the jaw shut. You know she's uh, she's managed to resist uh, even any taking any damage from that attack. So, Kellen, finally, uh, the hammer wielding one that you have been laying into. Um, smashes uh, its hammer uh, down, well, tries to smash it down on you, and manages to get 16 versus AC. A uh, tie is a hit, right? A tie is a hit, yes. Yeah, that so it hits. smashes you for uh, 6 damage. Now, you half that, don't you? Because if you're rage. Yes. Yes, but it's also having a go at stealing your soul, and it manages to get 24 versus AC. And that'll that, miss that that hits you for five necrotic damage no you don't have necrotic damage do you no no and you also have to take a constitution saving throw so glad we searched the garden again <laughs> Shoot. eight um so that is a feel so kellen you actually feel that this this part of your soul that has been shredded away by this thing's attack that's a and, and you've suffered similar fates from this before that's a permanent loss to your your, your hit pool uh you yeah, even if you get healed now you cannot heal that five uh that five damage anymore so your uh your hit hit point maximum has now been reduced by five Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, so um, top of the round, uh, Master Sonna, it's you. You've got uh, Flail is on you, and so is the Axe Wielder that uh, Irina is um, is fending off against. What's your plan? Um, hmm. Remember, um, you've caused quite a bit of damage to the Axe Wielding one already. You've chopped away mm-hmm. at its breastplate. The Flail is, is untouched and is out for your soul. So can I 
like can I can I attack the the axe one and attack the the flail one? You can split your attacks, yeah. Between yeah, the, okay. The, yeah. No, I'll do that then. Okay. So um, remember, you're, when you're using your bonus action, you only get one bonus action per turn. So if you're doing yes. a kick or a headbutt or whatever, it is you you have to choose who to do that against. Yeah. yeah. But then I'll I'll do the one that's on Irina first. Okay. So seventeen plus eight is twenty. Yeah, something. Twenty something will hit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh, this could be nice. That's uh, no. Hang on, I haven't done the D eight. Ah, come on. Rolling again because I'm I'm mm-hmm. stupid today. I'm sorry. No, oh, it's fine. It's, we all have those days. I have it every day, ending in a line. <laughs> yeah, that's just called today. <laughs> it's nine oh, plus five is fourteen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fourteen damage. Yes. Yes to this thing. So you, um, so your slice, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the breastplate actually falls from this thing, uh, clattering to the ground and you can see it's staggering about now. It's, it's, it's in really bad shape. What's your plan? Okay. Um, um, attacks the one with a flail. Okay. Uh, or maybe not. Uh, that's 15. 15 versus AC will actually still hit. Yeah, oh, these okay. things don't seem to be too bothered about uh, deflecting your attacks. Uh, they're, they're obviously just out to kill instead. 14. 14 damage. Yeah, absolutely. So again, you know, you slash at this and um, some of the thin shreds of flesh that were still clinging to its bone, um, you know, fly away into the breeze. Um, anything else? Yeah, the unarmed attack okay. um, against the... Um uh, the one without the breastplate now. The, okay. It's the axe. Yes, the axe, axe one. Yep. So I'm sort of like jumping in between and, you know, dealing blows here and there. Yes, on on this plus six, 20. Uh, 20 will hit. Okay. And eight. Uh, eight damage. So you... um like chop with the back of my hand. Right, cool. So you chop at the back of uh, your hand and, and uh, so onto its skull, and you see that the, the fragments of a skull or the piece of a skull shatter, but still hold together. It's still actually there, but you can tell it's sort of stepped back and it's in a daze. And as you do that, uh, Irina um, steps forward and using um, Jean's bardic inspiration. She starts out for Barovia! She tries to plunge uh, her longsword into the things. Uh, skull. She only gets uh, what's that? Eight. Oh no, she does. She actually hits, and unless she does, so the, oh, uh, the thing skull shatters, and the um, the you know the the white falls to its knees and drops its axe, and the um, just the bones disconnect and, and fall apart as if there was never anything there to hold them. Uh, and what does Irina say over his his, his fallen body? Um, she she can't say anything. She, she just her mouth is, is is wide open. She just just get this look of absolute amazement, and and she just turns to Master Son and she says, "I I got one. I got one." Master don't get cocky, don't get cocky kid. kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she um, she you know she she looks at you and she says, "What? Where? Where? Do you want? Do you want some help?" Yes. Okay. I and will. She, and, 
target the one with the flail next. Okay, and she she runs to your side and, and brings you know get, gets herself into a ready stance again, you know, ready to attack. Uh, meanwhile, Elsmeralda, she's fighting her um uh, uh the one with the great sword that uh, she had the lightning bolt. Now she's um grabbed her rapier and her, her axe from the uh from the carrot patch again, uh, and, and so she's. Uh, starting to attack so her rapier and Jean you can just see out of the corner of her eye her rapier is moving with lightning speed um, and she actually slashes across the thing twice um, uh, hitting both times uh, and you can see just uh, this this patchwork of deep uh, uh, grooves cut into uh, the thing's chest plate if you bear with me a second um, and you can tell uh, like uh, pieces of shards of, of, of stained metal go flying um, you know that she clearly means business um, sorry, 25, uh, and then uh, she takes her axe and aims for the thing's head, um, and again she manages to uh, embed her axe in its head, taking a big chunk out of the top of its skull. Uh, it's still moving. Um, she's at her axe. She's actually left her axe inside the thing's uh, cranium, uh, and she's oh. focusing on it with her rapier. But uh, again, she's caused considerable amount of harm. Kellen, it's up to you. You've got the hammer. Um, close to you, you're aware dimly through your rage of one of the whites falling off to the west. You can tell Irina and Master Sonna are, are moving on to the flail-wearing one. What are you up to in the Cabbage Patch? Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group.